smiling releases endorphins, helping a person feel happier and more positive. And a wider smile creates a lasting impression. Brighten Smiles at Home Teeth Whitening Kit provides you with results in as little as one treatment. Be confident in your smile to live a happier life. Every three minutes, a child is born with a cleft lip or cleft palate. And Brighten Smile is proud to support Operation Smile, helping to provide life-saving, life-changing surgery where it's needed most. Brighten Smile has been nice enough to provide a discount for my listeners. Receive 25% off your purchase by using the code PODCAST25. For more information on Operation Smile or Brighten Smile, link is in the description. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the podcast. This is the 50th episode of this podcast. I like to celebrate victories, big or small. (laughs) Today, these stories are about horrible mothers who kill their children. Not much is known about Martha. Martha was born in 1955. By the age of 22, Martha was on her third marriage. During her first marriage, she had a girl born in 1971, her second marriage, a son in 1975, and her third marriage to a man named Earl. They had a son and a daughter, born in 1979-1980. He was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. The cause of death was determined to be sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. On November 30, 1980, Martha claimed her three-month-old daughter Tabitha was blue when she went to wake her up from a nap. Paramedics were unable to revive Tabitha and her death was also attributed to SIDS. In January 1981, two-year-old Earl Jr. was found with a package of rat poison. He was treated and released from the hospital. Later that day, his parents claimed he began to have seizures. On February 2nd, 1981, Earl Jr. went into cardiac arrest while being taken to the hospital during a seizure. He was revived and then placed on life support. However, doctors pronounced him brain dead and he was removed removed from life support three days later. He was only two years old. On February 21st, 1982, Martha claimed her 11-year-old daughter, Jenny Ann, was complaining of chest pains. The doctor prescribed Tylenol, 
and a rib belt. I didn't know what a rib belt did for chest pain, so just in case you don't know either, a rib belt is an elastic strap that may help reduce pain from chest muscle strain or a rib fracture. The belt limits motion in the chest and can help relieve pain from the chest wall and the ribs. Paramedics found Jenny Ann face down on Martha's, Martha's bed with foam coming out of her mouth. They were unable to resuscitate her. An autopsy indicated that Jenny Ann had died from asphyxia, suffocation. Martha and Earl separated permanently and Martha remarried. In December 1989, an article in the Atlanta Constitution, a newspaper or a journal, um, it questioned all of the deaths of the children and the cases were reopened. Investigators determined that each child's death was seven to 10 days after there were marital problems between Martha and Earl. On July 3rd, 1989, Martha was arrested and she confessed to killing two of her children. After confrontations with Earl, Martha would suffocate her children by rolling her 250 pound body on them as they slept. She claimed the motive was to punish her husband and was not meant to kill the, ch the children. Martha claimed that she was not responsible for the deaths of her two youngest children. By the beginning of her trial in April 1990, Martha had retracted her confession. She was convicted on March the 5th, 1990 of first degree murder for smothering, her, smothering three of her children to death. She was granted parole in 2020. Her whereabouts are unknown. Like many of you, I watched this next story unfold. It involves a mother missing children, and a doomsday cult. Three years ago in 2020, police uncovered the dead bodies of Joshua, who went by JJ, and Tylee on a rural Idaho property belonging to their stepfather. <coughs> JJ was seven and Tylee was 16 at the time of their deaths. The investigation that followed revealed allegations of doomsday plots and religious beliefs and ended with the children's mother, Lori, and their stepfather, Chad, being charged with their deaths. Lori and Chad are believed to be 
behind the murders of each person's former spouse as well. In early 2019, Lori was still married to JJ's father, Charles, but the two were estranged and Charles had filed for divorce. Their marriage ended suddenly that July when Lori's brother, Alex, shot and killed Charles inside the family's Phoenix home. Police initially determined the shooting was self-defense and Alex was never charged. Alex died five months, five months later from a blood clot. Charles was Lori's fourth husband. Her third husband, Joseph, was Tylee's father. Joseph died of heart attack in 2018. After Charles was killed, Lori and the kids moved to eastern Idaho. JJ's grandparents said they tried to stay in contact with him on the phone, but many times Lori would say that he wasn't at home or he was sleeping, and it was a struggle for them to speak with JJ. JJ's grandparents said they last spoke to their grandson in August 2019, and that was during a FaceTime call that lasted less than a minute. They eventually grew suspicious and called the police. In November 2019, Idaho police formally began to search for JJ and Tylee after several other family members reported that they hadn't seen or spoke to the children since September. At this time, Lori had already begun a relationship with Chad. He was an Idaho man that ran a small publishing company where he released a number of fiction books about apocalyptic scenarios. Police in Rexburg, Idaho, tried to conduct a welfare check on Lori's children on November 26, 2019, but Tylee and JJ were nowhere to be found. The couple actually lied to police and said that JJ was in Arizona with a family friend. But when police followed up and found out that JJ was not in Arizona, uh, they went back the next day and found that the couple had left town. A months-long search for their missing children followed, spanning several states. Police determined Tylee was last seen in September when she was going to Yellowstone National Park with her mom and other family members for a day trip. JJ was last seen by school officials several days later. In January 2020, authorities found Lori and Chad together in Hawaii. They were enjoying a vacation and didn't seem at all concerned or worried about the missing children. Lori was ordered to physically produce the children to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare by the end of the month. 
and when she failed to do so, Lori was arrested for child desertion. At this time, the case had, um, the case of the missing children had gained national attention. Uh, rumors began to swirl about Lori and Chad. In a February 2020 interview, Tylee's aunt said Lori was disturbed and unhinged. Months later, in June 2020, police finally located the bodies of the children buried in the yard of Chad's East Idaho home. Chad was arrested um, for charges of destruction, altercation, or concealment of evidence, as well as well as child desertion. Lori and Chad weren't charged with murder yet. Court documents later revealed that JJ's remains were found buried in a pet cemetery on Chad's property, and that Tylee had been dismembered and burned in a fire pit. When the bodies were found, Lori's longtime best friend Melanie had already been cooperating with authorities for months. She said when she arrived for a visit, Lori informed her that JJ had become a zombie. To Lori and Chad, the term zombie refers to an individual whose mortal spirit has left their body and that their body is now a host to another spirit. The new spirit is always considered a dark spirit. It wasn't the first time that Melanie said she um, heard her friend talking about zombies. She said that Lori had called Tylee a zombie in the spring of 2019 when the teenager did not want to babysit her little brother. And Melanie knew that Lori had learned the concept from Chad. Lori said the couple believed that when a zombie takes over a person's body, the person's true spirit, true spirit, sorry, goes into limbo. And then it's kind of like stuck there in the host body until it is physically killed. The death of the physical body is seen as the body's original, as seen as the body's original spirit um, is being released. Uh, in the course of the investigation into JJ and Tylee's deaths, investigators learned that Chad's previous wife Tammy had unexpectedly died on October, in October 2019 and it was reported as natural causes. Chad and Lori were married just two weeks after Tammy's death. Authorities exhumed Tammy's body and prosecutors believe Chad and Lori collaborated to kill her. Chad and Lori were eventually charged with murder in May 2021. 
prosecutors believe that the couple collected Tammy's life insurance policy and the kids' social security and survivor benefits. A month later, Lori was additionally charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder for the death of her previous husband, Charles. In police reports, one friend said Lori told her that she could teleport between Arizona and Hawaii, and that Chad said he had a portal in his home where he could receive revelations and travel to other realms. Lori and Chad would go to trial separately. On July 31st, 2023, Lori was sentenced to three life or three consecutive life terms for her roles in the deaths of three people, including two of her children. After listening to victim impact statements, Lori said, JJ, Tylee, and Tammy came to her, telling her that they understood what she did and why she did it, and they forgive her. I know you can't see it, but I roll. Chad's trial isn't until 2024. On October 17, 2023, JJ's body was finally released to his grandparents, three years after his murder. It is unclear if Tylee's remains will be released as well. Thank you so much for listening to this 50th episode of the podcast. I really appreciate appreciate you listening. Thank you.